Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slamfire Radio, episode 499 for March 22nd, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Kelly. I'm Adriel. That's you, Dave. I'm scrolling, <laughs> damn it. I'm Dave. <laughs> I'm Kyle. <laughs> and I'm Mo. Yeah, there we go. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's episode oh, 499. Ooh. Ooh. So close. One more. One more so to the big five. Taste it. Zero, zero. Half a century. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of episodes. Four ninety nine is a lot of episodes. It is. Yeah. yeah. So we all had less grace hair when we started. We had less. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Um. Yeah, Dave, you're not always with us. Why don't you go first with what you did in Guns this week? I'm still typing what I did in Guns this week, so I can okay. remember. So, Fine. I was down at the Toronto Sportsman Show. Now that I've been highlighted, I have no choice. I've been thrust into it. I was down at the <laughs> Toronto Sportsman Show with the Ontario Rifle Association, uh, helping to run the booth alongside the... We split a booth this year with the Ontario Council of Shooters. So the Trap and Skeet people were there. There was somebody else there I can't remember the name of. And the university... Uh, Shooting Federation uh, wasn't there, but nope. there was a table with their brochures, but there was nobody at it. So I was handing it their brochures and throwing their really huge T-shirts at people because all they dropped off was extra large T-shirts. I'm like, here, kid, have this. It'll make a good tent. <laughs> hey, at least it's something. <laughs> so that was fun. It's something. It's swag. It was nice. We didn't have swag at the RA booth. We were giving away an intro day, which is a 300-yard range day, so that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had no swag, so next year we need to get some swag. I don't know. Although I did have a lot of people steal my pens because I had pens sitting there for people to fill it out. And every so often, somebody would just walk by and grab a pen. <laughs> like, enjoy your back. <laughs> <laughs> was it branded? No, it wasn't branded. It was just a big pen. So I'm like, they're going to get home and go, what the hell? <laughs> Beck was at the show. So I didn't have a lot of time to do a lot of stuff because, oh my God, it was so busy. Holy crap. Like even, uh, I was madness. I've never been down there. Um, we were in hall one, which is the smaller hall and they had one, two and three. And there were thousands of people there. Like even the lineup in the morning was, was damn near out to the hall door. Like it was crazy. It's probably almost, I don't know, 150, 200 people in line, like at 8.30 in the morning. That was nuts. So talked to a lot of people, really promoted the ORA, um, talked up the University Shooting Federation as well, told every kid I saw that you need to make sure you pick your university, whether it has a, a shooting club or not. That is the primary thing. Forget the program. Who cares about that? <laughs> Do they shoot? That's the big thing. And uh, saw uh, saw Ian over at Vortex, a couple other guys at Vortex. They had a big booth there, which was great. Oh. Dropped by and saw them for a couple minutes. Uh, Apex Op, or not Apex, um, damn it. 
the other A, Athlon. Athlon. Yeah, Athlon. Athlon Optics had a booth there, so stopped and chatted with them, chatted with the guys at Wolverine. Uh, tactical teacher Barney was over at the Wolverine booth, so was saw he? him a couple times. He was. Oh. Yeah, so nice to see Barney. I haven't seen him in 3D for a while. Mm -hmm. Saw a bunch of uh, ORA members, which was great. Had a bunch of our guys come by. And uh, got to hang out with some of our match directors. A couple of them were there on uh, on Friday, which was nice. And who else, who else did I see down there? Um, a guy from a game farm came by that I can't remember the name of, but he's down by the Big Apple, down off the 401. So he was a super nice guy. Chatted with him for a little bit. Um, Bird's Eye View, I think it's called. Mm -hmm. Bird's Eye something. And a uh, super nice fella. And saw Tracy. Got to shake hands with Tracy. Yay. She was uh, walking around shaking hands. So got to see her and Colin. So that was super cool. Cool. Yeah. So did that. Had my uh, had my precision rifle there on Thursday. So it's it's fun having the kids go, is that a sniper rifle? Yes, it is, actually. <laughs> it's a Remington 700 police. And then uh, busted out the Tavor on uh, on Friday, so had lots lots. Of, it was cool. Lots of kids wanted to take photos holding the Tavor, so I had a little spot cleared so they could get a photo against the RA booth and you know not pointed at anybody. So that was lots of fun. Nice. And uh, yeah, that was a great show. Really enjoyed it. And then um, on Sunday, I went up to the East uh, East Gray Hunters and Anglers, which is up by Meaford, and uh, joined up there. So I, I have a gun range again that I can go shoot at on a regular basis. So That's awesome. Nice folks up there. Yeah, really nice folks up there. And Barney, a uh, tactical teacher, just joined up there a couple weeks ago. And a bunch of our listeners are, are members there, including uh, yeah. Adam, who's, uh, who's on the board. So, yeah, so thanks to everybody up there. It was super cool. Very nice. Adriel, what have you been up to? Well, I went to a three-gun match. That was a lot of fun. Uh, weather was fantastic. Oh, my God. It was gorgeous for a March match. No, minus 40? Uh, no, it was pluses <clears throat> a little bit. I think it was like pluses. plus four. Wow. Mm -hmm. Clear, sunshiny day. Snowy and icy, but uh, yeah. clear, sunshiny day. Amazing. That, uh, that dry fire helped. Did some dry fire before uh, the match, and whew, there was some rust. There was some rust that needed some uh, knocking off, and that dry <laughs> fire really helped. And uh, yeah, I did pretty good. I uh, I didn't get like first on every stage. Uh, I had a couple of pretty pretty catastrophic shotgun jams. My oh, really? uh, I think my ch I I've never cleaned the barrel on my on my shotgun. I think the chamber's gotten a little bit crusty. And I had a couple of hard extractions where I, I had to literally take the charging handle and ram it against something to to extract that shell. What are you <clears> shooting? So, shotgun, twelve gauge, uh, Browning A five. Okay. It just it had gotten crusty. I've never cleaned the chamber, <laughs> never, and needed it. So yeah, uh, I had I had two of those on two different stages and uh, slowed me down. That slowed me down a bit. Just having to. <laughs> <laughs> ram my shotgun against uh, wooden and plastic objects. Um, You're just not able to chamber, or it wasn't extracting. Or? Wasn't extracting. Wasn't extracting. Oh, so you had to like yeah. reefer back. Uh huh. Uh huh. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So, but luckily, the uh, ram the stupid thing against a wooden uh, table or whatever works like a charm. So, uh, so that worked fine. And everything else went great. I had my kid out, uh, my oldest, and uh, <clears throat> he was shooting the Glock, and 
he had a like a, an army helmet on the whole time and uh, <laughs> shot with that on. Nice. Uh, he's working on he's working on a video right now for Utreon. Well, I've, I've got the I've got the plane match video up, but he's gonna he's working on like a more memey one with him and me in it that uh, he's gonna be putting up on Utreon as well. And then we're putting a teaser up on YouTube, which is like a awesome. of yeah, just him and I <laughs> shooting it, and uh, yeah, it was a good time. Uh, Ian Runkle was out there shooting as well. Got to nice. him. Yep. And it was just really great seeing all the guys because I think well, the last three gun match I had was in November and we were like, are we even going to do this anymore? Like, yeah. if semi-autos go away, maybe it's going to be, you know, bolt action uh, rifles and, and that kind of thing. So, uh, Shoot everything you good. can while you can. Yeah, that's definitely the way I'm approaching it, um, which is also why I'm shooting a, another three gun match uh, next weekend and and one after the weekend after that. Oh, nice! And yeah, yeah, just cranking them in there. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Just trying to think more about the match. Uh, my stage plans went fine. Nothing, nothing too complicated on on the stages, anyways, because it was icy and snowy. They they went with like a simplified stage style which I really liked because it was very easy to reset. It was very easy to get into position. There was no, you weren't going to win because you had like better traction on the ice than someone else. You're going to win because you're shooting faster, which I think the shooting okay. yeah. should be like. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was the right kind of stages for a March match. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. Yeah, it's a good time. Uh, oh, I saw a couple of guns out there that I just wanted to comment on. So I saw an ACR a guy shooting one of those uh, guys shooting a Crusader Templar. The oh, Templar cool. was nice. It was. It's kind of heavy though. It's kind of heavy. Um, it's got a very tall uh, res- very uh, fore end, and if you compare it right against an ACR, it's actually very, very similar. Yeah, but the ACR okay. is quite a bit, quite a bit more, right? Yeah, um, double the price, probably. I like the stock on it. Like this, the the way that the stock fits on it is very nice. Oh, and speaking of, yeah, I'll, I'll mention that new gun stuff. But there's um, there's an ACR alternative manufacturer in the U.S. and some of their stuff is starting to show up in Canada. So, oh, really? That might be. Imagine like, a non 180 aftermarket in Canada. Damn, another option yeah. for under four grand. Yep. Yeah, uh, they're still not cheap, <laughs> but uh, but interesting. Um, I what's that? Sorry, Dave. They're not CZ expensive though. No. Uh, I've been like getting some maple seeds scheduled, so I've got one scheduled for Blindman Valley, which is kind of in Red Deer. Uh, I've got one for Fort Mac. I had to open up a second day in Kananaskis because the first day sold out like that, and. Cool. Uh, which is good because if I'm going to make that drive, <laughs> I'd rather just do two. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And uh, yeah, three gun match this weekend at, at Sherwood Park. So I have to wow. uh, I have to get the matchbook done for that uh, as I am match directing that one. Nice. Uh, so yeah, got to get that out there. Uh, and that's yeah, my oldest is going to go to that one too. So we're gonna shoot that one, and then I think for the for the three gun match afterwards, I'll take my younger son to to that one, just so that I'm not being so preferential with uh, both of them, and I get the younger one out to uh, to some as well. But uh, no, great match. Uh, Clean some guns afterwards, and 
Oh, I did some organization, like moving around some ammo and that kind of thing. Cause I've been making some, doing some more videos on, I've got a video on Utreon that'll be coming up soon. That's on like beginner reloading for beginners and the aforementioned other stuff I'm going to put on there as well. All the videos I like, I didn't do because like I couldn't do it on YouTube. I'm starting to crank those out and put them on Utreon instead. That's about it for me. What about you, Kelly? Um, not as busy as last week, but still doing some stuff. Uh, this weekend, I'm going to be going out to that pheasant hunt with Kelly and a bunch of ladies. Uh, oh, fun. To, yeah. So yeah. taking the 28 gauge. So I only have target load right now, but um, SFRC has some of the um, some of the shells that I need, but they're $41 a box and um, two boxes. Ow. Wow. Like so, rifle pricing. Yeah. I'm going, good Lord. Well, at least you can get the ammo. Mm -hmm. So I did pay off the rest of, we put down a deposit on it and then we have to pay for the rest of it. Uh, so I did that with this week as well. Picked up my small game license, you know, getting ready for it. And yeah. So the other thing that has happened with, Project Maple Seed, we got our slings in, so those are up on the website. Uh, slings and swivels, actually, both of them. So go on over and get them if you need a sling. And yeah, so uh, what else? Um, dum, 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 dum. I was thinking about something else that I did that was actually pretty important. Oh, yeah. So on our Facebook page, as well as my page, everybody else's page, is uh, I've been chatting with them. Um, Rick Kedebeck from uh, CPRS, or sorry, RPS, sorry, Canadian Marine Fire Series. Uh, the, so Vortex, speaking of Vortex, um, they are sponsoring women and children can shoot uh, the uh, CRPS matches for free. And then also any training sessions, one day sessions beforehand too. So uh, Rick contacted me and asked me to, you know, spread the word about it. So I've put it on our Facebook page, my page, into our women's groups, and people are starting to share it. I've been getting messages. I'm going to be um, forwarding them on to Rick. But, yeah, people are interested, especially ladies. Again, it's all ladies uh, that this is for. Um, they can go out and shoot a match for free. And, yeah, it's going to be fun. And that get that set up for uh, maple seeds. Yeah, I was thinking about that, too. We need <clears throat> to actually do that. I've been thinking about how I can do that. Hmm. So, yeah. Um, and that's about it for me, I think. I don't think I've done anything else. I didn't get out to the range. But, but and yeah, I think that's it. Well, what about you? Uh, on Sunday, I went to an ORPS match in Stittsville. I carpooled mm -hmm. with uh, my friend Gabriel and his daughter. Yep. And uh, it was not Al Alberta warm weather. <laughs> uh, it was minus seven or eight in the morning, but it was really with the wind <laughs> minus 17 or 18. So I, I take the rifle out, I go to the, to go to zero it, right? Like something you do, everybody does like pre-match mm -hmm. and, uh, the light, the light primer strikes again. So I'm like, oh, hey, I tried, I tried back. another, I tried another mag and, that it didn't go off and I packed it up and uh then I ended up just 
um, spotting and timing for the squad. And I just hung around and everybody's so nice. And they're all like, oh, you mm -hmm. shoot this rifle, shoot that rifle. And I, yeah. I just, I just want to shoot my own. So I kept saying, no, no, no. Oh, Mo. It's, like, it's like when Elaine from Seinfeld wouldn't take off the winter coat. I was just, oh, that's Mo. how I am. So anyways, um, but it was, I, I ended up it ended up being a pretty good experience because at least I got to practice the the spotting part of it. It's yep. something I didn't haven't done much, so I kind of put a little effort into that, and then and even like just like kind of visualizing the targets and stuff. But I didn't get to shoot. So, anyways, as soon as I got home, uh, I put the heavier spring in. So, <laughs> but but now the problem with that is that I was looking and I'm like, okay, so I, I need a cold day to, you know, to test the heavier spring and now it's warming up. So I guess I'm not going to find out uh, how it works until uh, next winter. But um, so I guess my next match won't be for, uh, for a few more weeks. Uh, oh, Brad asked if I've done, I, so I've attended now two ORPS matches and haven't been able to shoot either one. So I've been there <laughs> In uh, what do they say, body and spirit, but not in uh, rounds down range. So you know what? Sometimes it's not a bad thing to observe the match and just see how it all works. Yeah, no, it's I not mean, a big deal when you're it wasn't like I said, it wasn't a total loss, <laughs> and I got to talk to meet and talk to a lot of people, and everybody is great. Like it is an amazing community. And uh, to what <laughs> Kelly was saying earlier, like the whole uh, sponsorship, um, and there's two uh, so. There's a Rimfire Academy, uh, one in uh, Avonmore and one in Stittsville. They're both like uh, Eastern Ontario-ish, and there's a couple spots left. So definitely if whoever's listening and wants to try it out, uh, come out. I'm going to be going to the a Avonmore one in April. So um, that's that. And then um, one of the guys that I've I met there, uh, Greg. He's the one that made me this nice shirt that I'm wearing tonight. And nice. uh, so for the people uh, well, that will be listening, it's got a nice big Slamfire, uh, Slamfire logo on the front. And it's got – Kelly will be happy because it's got a Project Maple Seed. Nice. On the, yeah, Greg Susie made that. Yeah, that's right. So his company is Sparta Pewter, and they, they make this kind of stuff. So I'll give him yeah. a plug. Um, he's not paying me to do this, but anyways, uh, and that's, I'm really happy with it. So I'll, I'll wear it proudly at the matches. Like I'm not going to represent well, cause I'm terrible, but at least, you know, I'll wear the shirt. Um, and then, uh, my ammo, my ammo that I ordered from, um, from Tenda, I got the uh, SK standard plus arrived. So, uh, I now have plenty of ammo to actually do these matches. I just need uh, warmer weather and a working gun. So. Um, that's really, that's really it for me. I'm just, I'm looking forward to like getting, actually doing these matches. It seems like a lot of fun. So that's that. Um, how about, how about you, Kyle? Well, it's been a couple of weeks since I've been on. So since I was last on, I've flown back to Grand Prairie, grabbed my truck, loaded up with my guns, my studio and everything and drove back down to New Mexico Stopped in Gillette, Wyoming, visited buddy Brent at Hammer Armament. So we hung out late into the night there the one night, and he was making some holsters, and I was drinking his beer. So nice. <laughs> I tried. Yeah. <laughs> and so got back to Carlsbad, 
spent the night in the hotel. Then I got the keys to the apartment. So finally in the apartment and kind of half got my system set up because I finally got internet today. So I even got good internet and yeah. But last weekend, right after I got the keys to the apartment, I unloaded the truck, loaded it back up and drove to Phoenix for Superstition Mountain. Uh, Mystery three gun. Yeah. It's been a long week. (laughs) I'm actually happy to be back at work and getting a full night's rest and not having to drive. I think I did. I looked at it. It was over 5,000 kilometers last week. Oh my God. Uh, Wow, dude. You're like, uh, you're like Trudeau, except he'd be taking his plane. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll have to check the truck, but yeah, it was definitely over 5,000 kilometers. That's a lot of driving. Yeah, and usually I, I have someone with me, but this was all solo. So mm, it makes for a long trip. Yeah, but uh, superstition was good as always. Uh, the interesting they they've really started. Uh, I don't know if it's just because of desire or what, but they're really pushing the two gun, and it other divisions are hurting. And it's diluting the competition. I I'm not a, necessarily a fan of it. Like. Normally, Tactical has anywhere between 160 to 180 shooters, and this year there was less than 75 shooters in Tactical. Really? Wow. Yeah. But, uh, and not a lot of, uh, like, three-gun stages. Pretty much every stage was just two guns and dictated that way. There wasn't even a whole lot of, there was a few option stages, (laughs) but pretty much you looked at it and it was, no, it's it's shotgun, not pistol. But overall, still great match. It was good to see everybody again. We ended up ended up with a little bit of a different squad than I normally do. Normally, I try and squad with some pros and some different people, but this year we had basically a Canadian squad. <laughs> there was a bunch of people from Edmonton that came down, and so yeah, it was it was good. Well, it was down there, Devo, Craig. Uh, Devo didn't make it down, so there was Craig. Sam, Josh, and um, wow, Chris, you're on. So hmm. cool. Yeah, and then three other guys on our squad. So we actually ended up with the small squad. We only had eight people on our squad. So we went through pretty good. Um, almost made it through the match without a train wreck. The last stage of the match for me just it it ended up being bad, and I. Yeah, I was not happy. <laughs> but uh yeah, it was definitely it was a so normally super You can't tease us like that. What happened? I, I'll get gotta, to it. I'll we get, need to we it. need more Kyle. We need I'll get more. To it. I I'm not doing the greatest match review right now, but I'm trying. <laughs> uh normally superstition is a lot of technical stages, some fast, but it seemed this year was a big emphasis. It was it was a shoot fast and your and movement match. It seemed uh, just the way that the stage is set up, which I don't mind. I don't mind at all finding the most efficient way to get through the stage. But uh, there was a few more memory stages than normal, and uh, memory stages I could take them or leave them. But uh, then they threw in a mystery stage. So we got to walk. Yeah. So we got to walk through and it's, it was set up like a memory stage with a whole bunch of barrels and crossing alleys and everything. But 
after every shooter, the ROs would go back and start moving targets and no shoots around. So you never knew what actual presentation you were getting. Mm, cool. Surprise. Sounds so, like fun. I was definitely not looking forward to that one. That one actually, and I, I ended up having one of the setups where you had to travel the furthest. So my pistol, you started out with the pistol and I actually had to go past the dump bin to get my last target. And it ended up being, actually, I, I really can't complain about that stage because I I got the third fastest time in my division tactical on that. So out of, yeah, 75 shooters. And then there was another stage where I got, I ended up uh, fourth, fourth fastest in tactical. And then another one where it's ninth. And then the rest of them were all like throwaways, like 40th and... I think there was, well, my last stage was even further down, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was a rust rust match for sure, but I had some good stuff in it. The last stage, I was feeling really good because, of course, I'm looking at the standings. Going into the last stage on Sunday, I was sitting in 15th place in tactical. And, of course, it's a it. this is actually one of the three-gun stages, and it was three bays. So we shot our pistol on one bay. We had two activator poppers and uh, a max trap double presentation drop turn and a single presentation drop turn. We run over to the next bay, shoot our shotgun. We had eight shots, so two poppers on the outside, and then a plate rack mixed in a few barrels. So you basically just walked across the shooting area, and you were able to get everything. And then you had probably about a hundred hundred yard dash up the hill to a car where you had eight long range steel that uh, went out probably about three hundred yards, and then you had to do the whole thing again from the back of a truck. Oh, so you know, I was cool. looking at I'd seen the standings, and all I had to do was just survive that stage. I figured you know take make some decent hits on the long range and just survive it. So. Played it safe on the pistol. There were some guys doing double activator, max trap, single presentation, drop turn, double double presentation, drop turn. And there was lots of time to do it, but I was like, eh, I'm going to play this one safe because I just have to survive. Waited for what felt like forever. I should have just gone for it, but uh, got through that, got through the shotgun nice and smooth, dumped my shotgun and start tearing up the hill to to grab my rifle and then finish the run up to the car and i heard or i heard something drop behind me and instantly thought it was my shotgun because my shotgun is actually when it's down here a little long for the dump barrels so if you were really aggressive with dumping it it, it could actually knock that barrel over or potentially fall out <laughs> so i had thought oh crap that dump barrel just knocked over my gun went out of it i'm gonna get dq'd but kept running didn't hear anything so kept running <clears throat> got up to the car reached for my rifle mag because we were unloaded on the rifle because of having to run up the hill and so you, they, it was really nice because they said yeah it's a stick until you load the mag into it oh so you didn't have to worry when you were doing your run but go to grab my mag and insert it and i notice it's the may it's my 30 rounder without the extension so this is my backup mag hmm that's kind of interesting that was on the inside of my pouch but okay 
trying to catch my breath and I didn't make the greatest shots and got through the car section, got up to the truck and I got, uh, yeah, three out, three targets in on the eight target array from the truck. And I went dry hand went back to grab a mag and there was no rifle mag there. It had fallen out as soon as I took off because I, I don't go for leisurely jogs on those. I tear off sprinting. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I had been checking the retention of it and it seemed like it was fine, but yeah. So I got five FTEs on that stage. So that alone cost 75 seconds. And I think it put me like a hundred and 40th in tactical and dropped me down to 26th place in tactical. So oh, oh, crap. <laughs> it was a bad oopsie. That, yeah. That, it's like, you just have to survive this and nope. I just, uh, forever sleeped on this stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, major oof. So oops. Yeah. But it was, it was still a great time. Um, Prize table is always good, and this is one of the times I actually, I even my placing, I was like, oh, ooh, there might be a gun on the table, and uh, I could they all that was there for full guns when I went up was uh, uh, IWI Masadas, which are all right, but yeah. uh, I ended up picking up AR receiver, lower receiver, yeah. nice. arrow precision. Oh, very nice. Oh, <laughs> you went to a match and you pulled an AR receiver out of there. Yeah. Everyone is jealous. Of course. A hundred dollar prize, but we're all jealous. Yep. <laughs> yeah. What's I the saw that. Um, it's Arrow Precision. Oh, nice. They're yeah. great. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a nice receiver. It's their Kodiak Brown anodized. Oh. And. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I've got a few pieces so, of their stuff. It's a nice kit. Yeah. Craig picked up some stuff, so I'm storing some stuff for him. It was, this was funny. He picked up uh, a KE15 lower. So it's a plastic lower with the molded buttstock. Hmm. And then they paired it with a complete upper, but a 308 upper. Oh. So huh. I have oh. a 18-inch 308 upper sitting here that I'm probably going to end up building something with and then just replace it with the AR-15 lower for, or uh, upper for him. Upper, yeah. Nice. So, uh, the What's Thursday the night before, the uh, it's, uh, it's Arrow as well. Oh. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Very yeah. nice. So, yeah, we, uh, Craig and I also hit up <clears throat> Ben Avery for the Cactus practical handgun shoot the Thursday night before Superstition. So that, that was cool. And I had driven by the Ben Avery range, but never went in. Uh, it was definitely interesting driving across the middle of the thousand yard range just to get to the pistol base. <laughs> Drive fast. You're, you're thinking, okay, well, they, okay, they got berms on either side. No, they just got gates there and you're down this center of the wide open thousand yard, yard range. And okay. Wow. <laughs> But you need yeah, a flag, awesome. like the little flag at the back of your truck. <laughs> while you're yeah. driving across. The buggy whip, yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, that was that was that was a fun night. And yeah. Back here now, and apparently there is a USPSA match in Roswell on Saturday. So Ooh. I might make my way up there for that because that's an hour away. 
So mm. I'll have to buy my USPSA membership before then. But yeah, yeah, I'd like to hear. I'd like to hear out. what uh, that's all about. How yeah. tinfoil hat? Wear a tinfoil hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's already yeah. an alien. He's just not an illegal alien. <laughs> and then there's a gun show here in Carlsbad this weekend too. So I'll probably check that. I got told we got gun shows here pretty much every two months. So <laughs> nice. So yeah. Time to make some straw purchases. But you know, <laughs> the weather there was cool. Mo was mentioning the weather, so I wanted to oh, kind of touch on that. It was a little cooler shooting and in phoenix this year normally we have the 80 90s and it barely touched the 80 degrees in oh, barely per- you poor thing <laughs> <laughs> sorry yeah. we don't talk in fahrenheit sure you do yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> we do both because we're weird because yeah. we're canadian yeah. and the one last bit of news which i think goes into what we're going to talk about for main topic but uh found out about what's going to happen for ipsic shock and worlds and team canada hey yeah you want to talk about now or then mm, i'll talk about this part of it now because it lead it 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 makes my mind up on certain plans so uh basically from what i saw was that there's no funding they're not sending an official Team Canada to Worlds. So we got an email saying that we had, it was basically like two weeks to send them $1,000 for the match fee in order to secure a spot. So at this point, that date has passed. I couldn't afford to do that on such short notice. So Shotgun Worlds and Team Canada are out as of right now. You can't apply to be part of Team USA now? <laughs> Considering last world's josh fralick what didn't earn a slot on team usa and then won the entire match i don't really think they'll have a shot to get on the team how did, how did fralick not get a spot that they their uh classification and deciding who got on the team was totally messed up and after the after that one they looked at it, it like um maybe we should look at this a little bit because <laughs> Missed selection for the team, and then he literally won the entire Worlds. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. So Maybe you just need to claim refugee status on the team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Claim asylum. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But I'm sure there was more, but uh, that's it for me for now. That's it for you for now? Yeah. Okay. All right. Everybody, Dave? everybody's had a turn. Dave, you talked Dave. about Dave. Yeah, we did talk. Dave went. Yeah, yeah. he Dave talked went. about going to the sportsman show. Mm-hmm. Yay. Okay, so let's get into upcoming events. Um, yeah, so everything is gone except for, oh, it's just being deleted right now. So We talked about it last week. <laughs> I know, but you can still promote it more. It's April 15th. It's something important if you want to. Only if you want to, though, Adriel. Chat. It's well, you know what? It's important that we get more women shooters in because mm-hmm. um, on the on the whole, there are vastly fewer women gun owners, <clears throat> and vastly more women vote for parties that don't like guns. So Correct. I think that getting more females in the shooting sports is super important. Mm-hmm. And um, Chaz Ladies Day, April fifteenth. 
Correct. Yeah, somewhere in yep. April there. Nice. Yes. Get yeah. some ladies you know out to some of those things. Even if you don't think they're going to own guns, they should try it out in uh, an environment that's perfect for it. Yep. Well, Lots of women they there. When they hear the bullshit. They know it's bullshit. <laughs> I have another ladies day to announce too. Oh, um, what's happening? Uh, Wapiti Shooters Club is having oh. a ladies handgun shoot on April 20th from 7 to 9 p.m. Nice. nice. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, 40 bucks. Everything's supplied. Excellent. Chaz, ladies' day is $75. Everything's supplied as well. Yay. There will be, if I know Chaz, there'll be more than just handguns. That'll be like rimfire, long range, yep. shotguns, three, just everything. Good. Yep. Nice. Good. Nice. Good. Awesome. If you have an event that you'd like to us to tell everybody about, to send us an email at slamfireradio.com and we'll put it in there. Uh, news. Adriel, you put the first one in here, so why don't you tell us all about it? <laughs> the BC Hold, on. Hold on. I have to practice my shocked face. <laughs> what? They had a recall? The golf um, clap. Can we do the golf clap? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be more shocked if the news was BCL works perfectly. Oh, Gen out. 1, out, out of the box, out. does not destroy bolts, will not blow up in your face. Yeah. Uh, so the, the issue here is in some of their rifles, the firing pin was sticking forward. And then when the bolt went to close, it would fire before the bolt lugs had bolt lugs had locked in. And that was breaking the BCGs. That was breaking the bolt carriers because they were flying back at like Mach 2 and wrecking. And that pin from the, uh, uh, the cam pin was uh, beating the heck out of the BCG as well. So yep. their solution to all of this is fucking <laughs> madness. They're, they've got a custom firing pin that you the the it firing pin. Coupling. It has a pin. Yeah. It has, it has two, two rings on it. Yeah. And that's yeah. where you put the retaining pin through. And the yeah. back of it is too thick now to put the pin on. So <laughs> made this custom solution to a custom problem when they should ah. yeah. that poor cotter pin is just gonna get beat up <laughs> it's i guess as long as it works solution. and it doesn't no, break Dave, something no, else, no, I guess. no one I else know. does this no one else has solved this uh, non-problem doing this way whenever like there's hundreds of air manufacturers out there out there none of them have thought like you know what let's make this firing pin like real weird. Let's yeah. put like two donuts on it. Like no one's done that because there's no reason to. So if well, you find yourself get... like going down this path, you got to like stop yourself and just say like, why did the firing pin stick forward? Was my question. Why are they Maybe sticking it forward? They Maybe it was stick sticking forward. in the bowl. Like all... Feeding shit. Yeah. Inside. Yeah, there's all sorts of reasons why that might happen. And it's just, Anyways, if you have a Gen 1 BCL Siberian, you need to contact BCL. They will send you a new firing pin, a new weird firing pin. Make sure your cotter pin yeah. is uh, sturdy. A yep. proprietary sturdy. firing pin. Thick. You need a thick firing pin. <laughs> Fucking weird. Yeah. Did you guys see this uh, article from the CBC, The Path of a Gun? Nope. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Oh. But I'm looking forward to reading it now. I'm happy about it. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. Wait, wait. Pause, positive? Uh, no, accurate. I wouldn't say positive. I just say oh, accurate. Okay. Okay. So they talk about. Fire. Sorry. Go ahead. You, you, go ahead. Go ahead, Dave. You've got they the you've got the byline there. CBC in the article mentions that ninety percent of crime guns seized in in Tirana 
are from the U.S. smuggled in what? illegally. What? I know, right? It's not like 1% or 50% or anything. It's 90%. As we all freaking know, it's actually in a CBC article. I'm shocked. Wow. Yeah, yeah, uh, my that's the accurate part. There's so there's some little bits in in Bob's in there that I kind of like. They they accurately portray like what's going on, but there's a couple of things that I would have liked to have seen in there uh, that they don't do. Um, like <laughs> the kind of I'm just gonna present just so people can see what the, it's it's like a special episode kind of a, an article <laughs> that they made where they did some investigative journalism to find out like how do these guns come up to Canada and. Uh, how do they get here and, and and whatnot? So basically, they buy them in the states, and specifically in Texas, these ones were bought in, and they bring them up to Canada. And they this guy tried getting it over on a boat, a sixteen foot motorboat, yeah, uh, Cornwall. Mm-hmm. So it's shocking. yeah, yeah. Hmm? Sorry, yeah, shocking. Good spot. It is a. It's one that's known to have. Yeah, this happened. Yeah. So typically. Cornwall. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. See Monos. Oh yeah. I'll just pretend this is somewhere near Toronto. Now, the funny thing is, he got <laughs> what did they say he got? Eighteen months. Was, or is he the one that got six months? One of the smugglers uh, they talk about in here got six months. The guy in the, one of the guys in the oh, US got eighteen months. Sorry, the guy that was smuggling two of his brothers were also involved in gun smuggling and drugs and stuff. And one of them got six months for carrying a handgun. And this yeah. dude got for smuggling all those handguns. God knows how many else he smuggled. And he got 18 months and then he wouldn't yeah. talk to the cops and tell them anything about where he got them. I'm sorry. You're going to jail until you open your face. Have a nice yeah. day. And he was smuggling before he was yeah. serving part of an 18 month sentence. He got out on parole. The Ottawa police were like, Hey, uh, yeah. we don't think, we don't think this guy should be on parole. And then he immediately, immediately uh, over the objections of the Ottawa police service, they granted him day parole. Uh, weeks <laughs> later, he was already getting back up to his old tricks of uh, <laughs> smuggling handguns. And shocking. Yep. Imagine yeah. if he was in the U S and convicted of something with respect to a firearm. Well, you don't have to guess because there's a guy up here who. Um, was selling guns at gun shows and uh, some of these guns made it up to Canada and he got 18 months in federal prison, Mm -hmm. but that's his first offense. This is this guy's, I don't know, second a millionth or something. No, I'm just saying that U S laws are significantly stiffer than Canadian laws. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with firearms. Yeah. Really strange though, because we don't typically Mm -hmm. see, balanced reporting from the cbc on guns it's usually not balanced so it was weird to see like investigative journalism where they're like oh 90 Mm percent of our crime guns are coming from the u.s here's how they're coming in it was it's very weird to see like just factual reporting yeah not not politicized it was odd yeah now one thing i did notice about that article i remember that the liberals when they removed the mandatory minimum for smuggling guns for the second or third time Mm -hmm. uh they did mention that they had vastly increased the maximum penalty to like 15 years or something right now is my math right or is 18 years 18 months less than 14 years uh the maximum was never going to be used the minimum no, would have been used. Come on. <laughs> I know, but that was the argument the liberals yeah. made, right? Oh, we haven't reduced the penalties. We increased them. Yeah. Apparently I, not. I, I, the the <laughs> primary argument they gave was that it was um, 
disproportionately affecting ind indigenous and uh, people of color, which it, it probably is, but it was, it's, it's a standard minimum. And, and I think, and, and really like that, the uh, mandatory minimum is not designed to do that. A mandatory minimum is designed to our, we don't trust our judges. They're giving people too light of sentences. Therefore we want mm -hmm. mandatory minimums. Really it's, it's a, it's a band-aid solution. It shouldn't be what we're doing. What we yeah. should be doing is better incentivizing or penalizing judges and parole boards when they get it wrong because oh, this parole board let, let this guy out and uh they suffer no repercussions because they got it wrong mm -hmm. someone should get fired someone on that parole board oh yeah those whoever was pushing hard for this person to get out on parole like mm, you fucked up you got to lose your job like but there mm -hmm. there are no repercussions because there is no accountability in that the cops oh, can Mr. pick them up all they want Saskatchewan. yeah bet you those yeah. parole board people still have their jobs absolutely Yes. Okay. On that happy note. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, go check it out. It's uh, it's an okay read by the CBC. Yeah. It's weird. No. I, Very weird. I shall. We'll post it on our, our social medias. Well, that way we can. Yeah, you don't have to look that hard. All right. Uh, CCFR legal fund donations. Hey, it's almost that time. April 11th to the 20th. The CCFR, as well as all of Canada. We'll be in court with uh, our government in Ottawa. So if you haven't already done so, go join the CCFR, go donate to the CCFR, go support the CCFR because they're right now they're going to be fighting for us. Uh, and yeah, so you can also send them an ENT at finance at firearmsrights.ca uh, to help them out as well. But yeah, I say go become a member, go donate, go do Absolutely. all the stuff. I've been yeah. liking their little shorts that they've been putting out on YouTube. They've been putting mm -hmm. out like five minute videos. Yeah. yeah. Now that's not Zoomer brain. That's just I appreciate a short video that gets right to the point <laughs> on what they're <laughs> what they want to talk about. Yes. But uh, I like it, it. It's specifically designed that way too because mm -hmm. attention span. They're just pulling from their podcast and doing clips. Correct. We should yep. do clips. Mm. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Mm. All right. New gun stuff. <laughs> This is allowing us to take clips out of it. Yeah. Okay. New Gun Stuff is brought to you by Bullseye North. Need a new boomstick? Bullseye North is Canada's shooting superstore and a proud supporter of the CCFR uh, with a wide selection of guns and top trending gear for any shooter. Free shipping for over free shipping over $200. Some exclusions apply like ammo. Uh, subscribe to their weekly newsletter to get the first access to the hottest deals. I'm signed up for that. I have. Uh, oh crap! This is old stuff. No, it's not. Is it not? No, no. Hot, I put new hot, stuff in there. Hot new deal Wednesdays. Oh, I'm, I didn't. I don't. I just. I put that in Wednesday last in there. week. I just do this stuff here. Uh, no, I'll talk but, about the new stuff. How about okay. that? Why don't you talk about the new stuff and then I'll go find something to talk about for Bullseye Nerd. How about this? They got twenty percent off Ely. Oh, you know what? They do have 20% off Ely, and I posted that on our Facebook page <laughs> yesterday <laughs> or the day before. Yeah. Yes, they did. Yeah. That sale ends today, tonight. Tonight. So if you want to, mm -hmm. if you want some Ely, check them out over there. I do have a bunch of ammo sales, too. I'm just looking at a bunch mm -hmm. of them. Mm -hmm. Ammo is still for sale. All right. Let's look at some other stuff. Uh, let's look at some Keltex. So G4C has the Keltec SU16E. Um, yeah, don't shoot it a lot, but like as a low volume shooter, they're cool. They're really lightweight too. That 
doesn't look like they did enough drugs designing it. <laughs> well, um, just in case you were thinking like maybe they didn't do enough drugs, that receiver back is plastic. So oh, okay. ever, there we go. As they there ever themselves. gets enough, enough <laughs> speed, you'll crack the receiver. <laughs> uh, so there's always that. Uh, so that's what they got. Uh, Frontier Firearms has Lee Enfield uh, number four Mark One mags for Ooh. fifty bucks. You know, there's so many different like old timey mags that are like super duper expensive. Enfield seem to be still very cheap. Nice. We made a billion of them. Indeed, S and J Hardware has the Eridus uh, Beretta thirteen oh one stuff. So they've got some hand guards that look really cool. Hmm. We've got some detachable carriers, stock adapters. If you want to run that Magpul SGA on your Beretta 1301. Those are really cool. I saw a bunch of 1301s at 3-Gun. I think that is, like, probably... If we didn't have the have the round restrictions in Canada that we do, that would be, like, I think the 1301 would probably be the best choice. It's fast, it's soft, it's the recoil action's so good on it. And they got a bunch of other stuff for the 1301 as well. So oh. I think that's uh, pretty neat. Dominion Outdoors has the Norenko Type 81 LMG. So if you're looking for a big bad LMG-ish rifle with five-round magazines. They have it for fifteen hundred bucks. Fun, and I think that's a pretty decent price. Uh, Delask is working on extended charging handles for the TM22, so they're going to be making a little bit bigger for those. There'll be a custom steel body and their oversized bolt. And I have, I have some of these. Not for the Tough 22, or the TM22, but just for the regular Ruger 1022. They are okay. Hmm. Uh, the next one I want to show here is Northern Elite has the Burris Eliminator 5 Laser Scope 5 to 20 by 50. Like this is the cool. fancy. Ah, they are cool. So if, yeah. for anyone out there who doesn't know, this is the one that it puts a dot. So it, it lases the target and it puts a dot in the reticle where the bullet's going to drop. Oh, okay. Nice. Very cool. So it, it uh, tells you where to aim so that the bullet drops on target, which is pretty I, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Looking at the picture there, does it come with its own mount? Uh, it would have to, right? Because what the heck is that going on there? It, you could not set that in a standard set of rings. Uh, what From if that that's picture? The, no, that's the bottom. That's the bottom. Oh, okay. Uh, or the yeah, it has to be. I have no idea. I've I've seen the other curious, versions of this. Like, yeah, I haven't I haven't seen this one. Let's let's look it up right now. Burris Eliminator Five. What do you look like when you actually go on a gun? Yeah, it's definitely got a side thing. Uh. Oh, it's got a built-in rail, it almost looks like. Oh. It's like a yeah. built-in Arca rail, almost? Oh. On their website, oh, oh, pick, oh, pick oh. Rail. Look at that. Yeah. Huh. huh. Cool. Very cool. Good eye, Kyle. And then, and this is super interesting, super expensive, but super interesting, RDSC has the Templar Precision ACR G1 556 Lower in coyote nice. so this is not um armalite making these this is templar precision which is a u.s company they make the lowers they make the uppers they make the barrel they have they make everything that you can use for an acr hmm. so Neat. um cool 
if this ever comes to Canada, this will be a very Gucci option. It won't be a cheap option, but... Uh, mm. What do you mean if? It's RDSE and it's saying in stock. Oh, I'm saying if as in like there's no uppers or anything like that. This oh, is all okay. they have is just the lower. Uh, and all the other stuff on their website was coming soon in terms of like the uppers and that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, they're not making that. ACRs anymore, are they? No. I got a buddy that has these guys are. He, he sent me the price on it and I almost fell over. I'm like, why are you not selling it? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. It's like it's made of gold. Yeah. But if they start, like if the aftermarket starts taking it up, maybe it'll be like the 180s, right? Yeah. Geez, yeah. another Armalite. Another Armalite uh, uh, product, right? Neat. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's all I got to say about that. And that's all you got to say about that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's get into the main topic. Tonight, what we're going to be talking about, shooting sports plans for 2023. Okay. Mostly because we're all wearing jerseys, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can only do what's on your jersey, nothing else. Sorry. The really? Jersey is spoken. <laughs> I have a lot on the back, so. <laughs> I say mine just has my nickname on the back, and that's it. <laughs> I just got hair, just lots of hair. <laughs> on your back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, um, Adriel, why don't you start? What are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do for shooting this this year? Three gun. Three gun? You're going to concentrate on it? Uh, I'm not going to concentrate on it. I'm just going to sh- do only three gun because, well, uh, uh, let me let me preface this. I'm going to be at the range doing maple seeds more often, but that's not right. shooting. That'll be yeah. teaching. I, yeah. I don't I don't think I'll shoot hardly any 22 this year. I'll primarily be shooting three gun firearms and three gun matches. And that's because it's going to get banned at some point. So I just kind of want to shoot as much as possible. I'm gonna I'm doing the proverbial fill your boots uh, yep. of the, uh, uh, the three gun. Good plan. Yeah, yeah I will. Uh, the boots will be very very full. Um, and that's it. So I'm going to be shooting the Battle of Alberta. I'm going to be shooting a bunch at Chaz Sherwood Park's running a monthly three gun matches. Okay, so. Nice. I could fill my boots local. I kind of want to go down to Milo and, and do one down there because CDTSA mm-hmm. runs uh, some matches out there. Unfortunately, they, they picked their two-day match to, on the same weekend as uh, Chaz's Battle of Alberta, and I just mm-hmm. can't miss mm-hmm. that one. What about but, Prairie uh, Fire? You going to go to it that? They hasn't don't been do around multiple. for years. Yeah. I was thinking that they were going to start it again this year, though. Uh, Lush. Maybe. Maybe. Because um, the last couple have been COVID, and they wouldn't do it. But uh, they've been uh, the guys who did that winter brutality in BC and in, in Prince George, they were talking about doing one in the summer. Oh, cool. uh, so that, that's a possibility depending. My weekends are now half booked with maple seeds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> I only have a 50% shot of even attempting to go to that one. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's it. If, if Rick comes through and uh, and he he does some CRPSs or something like that out here, maybe I'll shoot that just to you know hang out and and shoot that. But I won't do well, and it'll just be for fun. Okay, that's any predi- any particular goals though with three gun this year, or is it just literally fill your boots? It's literally fill. Your, I literally don't care what I do. like. If I get DQ'd in a match, I don't care. If I don't shoot, pro- I don't care. If my if my equipment doesn't run well and it jams and I shoot poorly because of it, I'll get a little bit cheesed off. But mm-hmm. if I if like better shooters show up and beat me, I I truly don't care at all. 
I'm not going to be doing a lot of dry fire. I'm not going to be trying to like improve my skills a lot um, because I, at this point, unless there's like a federal election and a, and a changing of the guard, I just feel like my sport's just going to die. So I'm just get, trying to get as much into it as possible. Yeah. Is that is that too like nihilistic of a of a viewpoint? A little bit on the nihilistic side. <laughs> a little yeah. bit, a little bit dark. Yeah. <laughs> well, you did you did waste a decade and a bit putting all your time into your AR fifteen weapon manual of arms. So <laughs> I can understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so I I, I don't have any particular like unlike other years where I have particular, like I want to do this or I want to learn this or I want to, you know, improve this skill. I don't really have those goals for this year. I just want to have fun with the guys and uh, yeah. enjoy. Nice. Yeah. No. Yeah. And do a bunch of maple seeds. Yep. No, you have to have fun. Mm-hmm. Sometimes beating everybody is fun. Er, but, <laughs> but you have to have winning fun. is always fun. I, I haven't experienced that. Yet. I wouldn't. <laughs> 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 My my fun is limited to the middle of the pack, so well, oh, I'm, ha- I'm happy not being last. Yeah. As long yeah. as I'm not last, I win. Yeah. As I'm concerned, what, one of one of the other like hot shooters at at Chaz was out on uh, on Saturday there, and he beat me on three of the four stages. But on that fourth stage, he really lied. <laughs> really <laughs> shit the <laughs> bed. <laughs> So my like slow and steady, you're like well not Wins slow and steady, but like my my steady match per, state performance is, is yeah. what uh, what helped me there. But yeah, I, I I truly don't care. I could lose every other match, and I I don't really care as long as I'm out there having fun and shooting mm-hmm. it with my kid and that, that kind of thing. I'm I'm happy. Yeah, that's the important thing to bring your kids out. Yeah. Yep. Well, what about you? I think you have picked up a new sport. Yes, and it so sounds like you're all in. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, I'm going to keep doing my IPSC matches, like, you know, the usual two, two, possibly three a month. But I, this, uh, this new Rimfire stuff, uh, precision stuff has really like caught my interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fun on its own, but it's just like, it really is a great community. And it, yeah. I like the, the camaraderie of it. And I find that there's more, um, I don't know. There's more camaraderie during the actual match itself. It sticks a little <laughs> bit more. Everyone's kind of once it starts, everybody's in their own zone and mm-hmm. and uh, visualizing their stages and that whole thing. And I, which I do too, but it's like a little bit more, you know, individual. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna try to do like uh, at least one or two matches a month of that as well, like a, a CRPS nice. matches and the ORPS ones. Um, so yeah, I'm like, I'm, and my my goals for it are just, <laughs> I guess, doing better than finishing last. But I just want to just get better a little bit at a time, like mm-hmm. keep getting, uh, uh, learning how to, you know, shoot behind the scope and and uh, and getting comfortable in the different positions. And uh, so, mm-hmm. um, I've been practicing too. So even in drive, like I do that the dry fire at home and I get, you know, get into the prone and then get, I have a chair and I have uh what else do I have? A, I have a ladder and I have uh, so I've been, uh, acquiring some props or finding <laughs> so some like props stage up in your, yeah. In your so, apartment. yeah. So, um, <laughs> so I've been doing that and stuff, but I like, re- is it just buying the hardware store? Oh, you working on your house? No, yeah, yeah. no. dry fire. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's what's this sawhorse for? Uh, you gonna cut something? No. Gonna shoot off. Actually, actually, I hate wood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Where does one find a tank trap, anyways? Hmm. Build it. Just build yeah. your own four by fours, <laughs> two by two. <laughs> you go with the Home Depot. Do you sell any tank traps? Um, <laughs> what, do you, what do you have that would work well on a T thirty four? So yeah, so I'm really, really looking forward to it, right? And uh, you know, just getting better a little bit at a time, and actually having a bolt that works. But the weather's going to help me in that department. So. so quick question. Yes. With your bolt, have you ever thought about keeping it warm and then? Uh, I did. The, the The first time I went out, I literally drove to the Don't match with the bolt in my, in my hoodie. Well, I was no. just going to say, put it down your pants. You're asking like, hey, have you ever considered not shooting in the cold? Like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. And I did. So I so I kept it in my hoodie. I got there. Uh I zeroed it, no problem. And then we go went to start the first stage and then it didn't work. Okay. So, what, kind of, what kind of gun are you shooting? It's a voodoo. Voodoo. Oh yeah, yeah that figures. So, I shouldn't have even yeah. asked. I'm like, what's the most expensive so, 22 out? So I, I bought a Ferrari and it doesn't even leave the garage. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> And then I was going to say all the civics and, and centuries and stuff are working fine. And, and I'm just watching them. So very well. You know what? Same thing happens at service rifle matches. Well, not anymore, but it used to happen when guys would like bring out their $5,000 H and K's. You're like, yep, yeah. not going to work. Nope. Didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I learned the hard way. <laughs> Still a beautiful gun. What about yeah, it? Lo- it looks great. Nice it just it just doesn't go bang, which is kind of a important step. Important it's step kind of like the an essential shooting. part of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say it's a fair job. weather. It's a fair weather shooting gun. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's that I high it's a, end. That yeah, it, it's a three season gun. <laughs> Maybe just ream out so. that firing pin uh, pocket a little more, and you'd be good. But I mean, there's there's other people <laughs> shooting voodoo's, and and they seem to be working. So uh, I guess I just got the one that doesn't like the cold. So mm. how freely does that firing pin sit in there in your bolt? Does it rattle really nicely in there? Uh, doesn't seem there has like there there has to be if, if other people are shooting voodoo's and they work just fine. There has to be something that's the cause. So if the firing pin, it like I assume the failure to fire is, um, is it hammer fired, striker fired? I'm thinking something in the firing pin is, or something in that mechanism is is draining the power out of it and keeping it from hitting the primer. Now, if that firing pin is maybe like got a burr on it or something like that, maybe something's like holding it up in the cold and it just like doesn't want to move. It's definitely cold related because every warm day it seems to work fine. So could even uh, be it's a little it's a little the firing pin's a little high on the tolerances. The bolt is a little low on the tolerances. I, j- I adjusted the I adjusted the pin before this match. So I, was, I sorry. I was just wondering what spring was that that you were cha- changing? I can't remember. The uh the firing pin spring. I wish I had it with me to show you, but I, I so they sent me. I, I wrote to Voodoo. They sent me the heavier one. I, I just I put it in after the match, so I guess I should. Oh. Have been yeah. You're not you're not you're not greasing Next the firing time. pan. Stupid question, but no, no, it's dry. Oh, okay, good. And the weather's warming up, so you won't be able to test the new. No, just bring a hair dryer. No, it's gonna work <laughs> now. It's gonna work now, thanks mm-hmm. to Mother Nature, but. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 
Okay. What about so that's your CRPS or PS? Do you have mm-hmm. a goal also with the IPSC or you're going to divide your time between the two, correct? Uh, I'm going to divide my time between the two. My goal with both is just to get a little bit better every time. But okay. I mean, IPSC, I'm kind of like just plateaued at the middle. So you're oh. going to have very busy. You're you're busy. You're going to be uh, shooting almost every weekend. But I like it though, because I, I, when single. I what, when there's something, uh, <laughs> not yet. Uh, when there's when I, when there's not a match, I, I feel like you know I'm missing something. So I I really do enjoy going. So nice. you have FOMO. 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 <laughs> I have FOMO. FOMO. I'm jealous I, of all the matches that Mo gets yeah. to go yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's like it's great. It's <clears throat> great. Okay. What about you, Dave? What's your goals for this year? What are you going to work on? I'm going to actually shoot a bit this year because I haven't really shot at all in the last three years. Other, you know, there was stupid COVID and then there was working matches rather than shooting them last year. So this year, uh, East Gray has three gun matches and multi-gun matches. So I am going to get my ass up there and shoot some of those. And I want to shoot at least one CQB, sorry, CQC match this year with the ORA uh, and I want to shoot a service rifle match just to uh, make sure at least I get to shoot some of those before it is perhaps not a thing anymore. Yeah. So I got to uh, find some ammo, stock up a wee bit and uh, yeah, get my guns out and shoot. You and Adriel. Yeah, I, I don't even care Before as long it. as I'm safe. That's all I care. And I'm going to, I got to, I got to get in on a maple seed because I want to do a maple seed with my Tavor. Okay. Hmm. Tell them to have it at the East Gray. We'll come out back up again. Okay. We'll get Greg May out and have a fun old time. I'll yeah. see what I can do. Okay. <laughs> so what about, do you have specific goals other than, I've been asking if people have goals you, with it, but not other than. Myself, not shoot anybody else. And good get, goal. Get some ammo downrange. That's it. <laughs> Like, I generally don't care in a match. Like, literally, as long as I'm safe doing it, I do not shoot enough to be really fast on things like my draw. I don't do much drive fire. I don't do a lot of practice. I'm a great example that it is super easy to be mediocre. Like, mediocrity is so easy. (laughs) So easy. (laughs) So, as long as I'm not middle, as long as I'm kind of middle of the pack, honestly, I'm happy with that because I don't do the work to not be middle of the pack. I do enough work that I am, and I've been shooting long enough that I'm not bottom of the pack anymore. So as long as I'm middle of the pack and if I have stoppages, I just want it to be nice and smooth getting rid of them, which the the Tavor is going to be a problem because my manual arms of that Tavor is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) My mag changes are like five seconds, six seconds, and I'm like normally two three with an AR. So yeah, I'm really, really bad with the Tavor. Yeah, and it's a Gen 2, so it, it doesn't even have the nice AR-style mag release. The mag release is back in your armpit, so you have to kind of hit the mag release and pull the mag out, because it won't fall, and then jam another mag in there and, and, and drop the bolt. So I got to that I have to sit and actually practice. So I've got I've to make some time to just sit in my basement for a couple hours and just run that through my head until it's just it's just muscle memory doing well, not muscle memory but it's i know what i'm doing and i don't have to think about it because with yeah. the ar i mean whatever i get a stoppage anything other than taking the rifle apart i just 
I just fix it and I'm done. So I've got to get through the Tamor what my manual arms is and how I'm going to handle stoppages and get my reloads down. I, I won't be able to reload as fast as an AR because the gun's just not designed for that. Hmm. But I'm hoping I can get her three seconds, four seconds, maybe. Maybe four seconds would be good. So we'll see. So, yeah, get out and like Adriel, just shoot the guns, have some fun, hang out with cool people. And uh, yeah, that's it. Look up, Cobb. Uh, well, now that I'm not going to Worlds, I actually, I got a few I want to do. I want to do USPSA Multigun Nationals mm-hmm. in July. And there is Rocky Mountain Multigun in, I believe, August. Although, actually, I think that one might be full. Yeah. But that one's in New Mexico, so I kind of want to go to that one. But, uh, Trying to make it to Texas Multigun next month, but I don't I don't know if that'll work out. As far as goals, shoot more than the last couple of years. There's monthly USPSA pistol matches. Uh, there's one in Carlsbad as well as Roswell. So within an hour, I got two matches, two level one matches a month that I could go to that are cheap, like they're 20 bucks mm-hmm. entry fee. Oh, yeah. Get them all in. Mm. That's yeah, great. So, so nice. I barely shot the last two years, so I'm just looking forward to actually shooting and shooting year-round. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, Performance-wise, I don't know if it's realistic, but like, I was a little disappointed with Superstition because I actually dropped percentage, and like Superstition is usually my first match of the year. I hadn't shot since the team match, and I dropped 6% this time from... Mm. Uh, the, last well not last year that since the last time i had a match there where all my guns ran so uh i'd like to be like 75 percent i think that would be cool if i could get up to like 75 percent that would be a from superstition a 15 percent increase so with some after a few of the stages i think it's absolutely possible if i just put some time in and get some match experience and just get that practice going again You'll get you'll get there if you um, if you shoot those local uh, USPSA matches. There's probably some hot shit shooters in your area though. Oh, like gun, gun culture in oh. the US is just insane. So I I'm bet not and that's to gonna go, be I'm not looking to go to these little local matches and winning it. It's not like northern Alberta, so <laughs> but that's that's a great thing because being a big fish in a small pond is like is hard. You don't know where you need to improve, and it could just be like, man, no, nah, I think it's fine. When really it's like, nah, you're slow as hell and you need to improve <laughs> in all these ways. And th- like having a hot shit shooter in your area, which is high likelihood, uh, you're going to get like really good exposure to like what like yeah. really great shooters do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. You get better competing with better people. I uh, absolutely yeah. agree with that 100%. So. Yeah. so yeah, that's basically my goals is just to get back to what I was doing three, four years ago with constant practice and matches all the time, but maybe, maybe not going as crazy with the matches, but, uh, just getting out, shooting, training, doing real training. So, yeah. well, I mean, if they're local and they're cheap, like why not? Well, well, yeah. 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 Okay. And awesome. Kelly, what are my goals? What am I going to do for this year? For 2023, I'm going to shoot some IPSC matches. Nice. Maybe go out to Thursday night. Uh, practice with the guys now that uh, Thursday nights are freed up. 
Good. I forgot all about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn it! You can go out tomorrow night. Can't yes. you? I don't think they're running. Tomorrow I don't think they're running them just yet. But as soon as as mm-hmm. soon as those Thursday nights for a start, I'm uh, I'm going to them. Okay. Good. So gonna be a little bit more active with. Okay, so specifically to guns, I'm gonna shoot more Epsic, at least um, with shooting for myself. So I'm gonna be at the ranges almost every weekend doing either maple seed or or ladies events. But uh, Thursday night at least I'm gonna be shooting for myself. And same thing with Wednesday nights too. Just go out and my goal is to get back up to where I was with uh, skeet as well. I was nice. able to clear 21, 22. Haven't maybe maybe my goal this year will be to do 25. But nice. Yeah. Cool. But do it consistently. Nice. I'd like to be able to do that too. So take some time for myself and shooting. Yeah. Yes. Put them in Instead of taking everybody or teaching everyone else shooting, take some time to shoot for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good for you, Kelly. Good and still you. go to the range on the weekends. So also do, I've been doing a lot more for our local range too. So I like that too. How many of you guys are going to do national range day? Yep. I'm going to be going up to the national capital. I'm having my own version of it. Sorry, Kelly. (laughs) No, I think that you guys should do it down in the U S too and spread the word about it. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that every day down there though? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. 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 No, no bouncy castles this year, by the way, in Ottawa. No, but it'll still be a ton of fun. Bouncy castles. I say the bouncy castles probably distracted, distracted from the shooting. Well, it was for the kids. The kids (laughs) came out shot, but they also got to have cotton candy and popcorn and got to play on bouncy castles. I think if you show up near Ottawa with uh, bouncy castles now, they freeze your bank account, don't they? (laughs) (laughs) That or a hot tub. Yeah. Very, very frightening. Russ wants to know uh, what are you going to do with your one day off, Kelly? Have a day off. <laughs> he says you're gonna have one he day. Says you have a day off. Yeah. I have a day off. It's probably it's <laughs> your sick day. <laughs> I have a day off. What day is that, Russ? Russ, what day is that? Thursday. Is he saying Thursday? I think because no, no, he's just joking that you're gonna have one day for the whole year. That's that's not. Oh, one day for the whole year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. Kelly's just gonna go cry now. Thanks, Russ. <laughs> Brad says Imagine he's organizing if I didn't this year's have stuff to do. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Brad says he's organizing this year's National Range Day for his club. He has no idea what he's doing, and it's like two months away. You know what you do, Brad, is you get a bunch of other people to give you a hand. You get them all to bring their guns. You get them to bring ammo, and then or you buy ammo. And buy. then you get a bunch of people lining up, and then you take yep. their money if you're charging, and then you sign them in, and then you line them up behind the guns they want to shoot, and then they shoot the guns, and then they go home happy. Mm-hmm. If you can, really try to get try to assign people. You, your job is the handgun range. I want you to figure out how many handguns you're bringing. I want it all to be nine millimeter or 22 because that's what I'm providing. And then you go to your range and you say, hey, guys, we're going to do this range day. I need some money for nine millimeter, 22, 12 gauge and two, two, three. And then you go, hey, guys, bring some stuff. And uh, you're in charge of this. You're in charge of this. You're in charge of this. And then you sit back and take the tickets. Figure out how you're going to ticket people, how how they're going to like show proof of purchase when they go to the different bays but uh but that's it 
Yeah, doesn't have make sure you have lots help. of help. Don't do everything yourself Stamp, because you're so insane. Yep. So go and even put out an open house sign on the highway like Jen Gagbois mm-hmm. did, and people just drove in because they thought it was an open house, and then they came. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was there for that. <laughs> They're looking for a show home, and there's just. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this isn't oh, an just, open house. That'd be the nicest surprise. That'd be the best surprise I ever had. Be like, oh my god, look what happened. People had a ton of fun that didn't even know about it. They just That's stopped awesome. by because it was an open house. Do it. Very That's good. Fun. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's get into some emails. Um, Mo, why don't you read this for us? Oh, one second. Okay. Uh, okay, you guys don't go five minutes without talking about maple seed. Keep it up. I went to my first one this weekend in Kamloops and had a lot of fun. I might not have, uh, I might not have if Slamfire didn't remind me to check for events. Travis. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. That's, That's great. Cool. So BC is hosting or holding their events already this year. They've caught up to Ontario. We're we're waiting on Alberta to catch up. Oh, that Alberta. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're slow starters. <laughs> they are, aren't they? Hey, Drill. Still the events I got. <laughs> yeah. Go to go to go to MapleSeedRifleman dot uh, com. Check out the events. See how many mm-hmm. are scheduled for Alberta versus mm-hmm. the other provinces. <laughs> hmm. I'll be also having events after you as well. I'm in a colder colder environment. I've got limitations. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Ours was minus 20-ish. It warmed up in the afternoon. Okay, YouTube. There's one on June 17th for Blue Mountains. There is one on... That is just down the road from my house. Yeah, so this year I plan to let you know about the event first also i plan to not just message you and drive by i'll stop or you can come see us i can come see you because that is that is like 10 minutes from my work anyway Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. but definitely let's let's get together okay that's good and we should probably talk about this not live on air so yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you me later? What did you need to discuss <laughs> off air? No, like um, Adriel, did we give you enough time to go and look at the YouTube comments? Oh yeah, I'm up. I got them up. Okay, cool. I don't know if Kyle's going to do them, but I got them up. Were you yeah, I got them up too. So you read them then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a couple comments from episode 495, the sporting rifle competition episode from. Red Leaf Rimfire, thank you, Slamfire Radio, for your support of Sporting Rifle. Really appreciate the opportunity to talk about this sport. It was great to talk again, Kelly and Adriel, and fantastic to finally meet you, Mo. Thank you, folks, for everything. And then RJM writes, Jay, keep spreading the word. 2022 Nationals was the most fun I had at a match. Sport, sporting Rifle is the ideal friendly capital F competition, small C, team tricolor forever. There's a reply from Redleaf. And then we have uh, Wilfred on episode 498 saying, Adriel, I don't need more hair. 2023. It's true. Yeah. Got it on my back. I don't want any more back there. <laughs> oh, and I did listen to last week's episode. San Sangudo is just northwest of Edmonton. 
It's so close. Yeah, I've, I've driven <laughs> yeah. through it. <laughs> like someone mentioned afterwards, like, hey, Drill, it's so close. You don't yeah. know where that is. <laughs> probably drive by it. <laughs> yeah, I've driven through it. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, but that's, yeah, that's the YouTube comments. That's YouTube Surprise, comments? there's no... Uh, Kersan testing. Disappointing. Rather disappointing. Yep. Yeah. A rare week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Any comments that we uh, need to mention on Facebook or anything? Dustin was saying he's going to be planning some LGBT representation at our local range, which is very cool. Yeah, it is. Dion was saying no bouncy castles and don't you dare honk. <laughs> and uh, I think we got some of the other ones. William was saying he really misses CQB. Yeah, it has have have any ranges been doing CQB recently? Not no, really. so we've got so we we're waiting on dates for for Borden in Ontario from the from the CFO, but they're not doing it in Quebec right now. So between losing the ARs and and COVID, like it it really took the wind out of the sails of it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same with service rifle. Everybody used uh, everybody used ARs. So, but yeah. Brad uh, says he's going to be on track for twenty five matches this year. Nice. Pretty impressive. Awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. It's a lot of rim fire. Yeah. Randy was saying he got his CR speed belt in the mail as well as some CCFR swag. Signed up for an IPSC course in April in Nova Scotia. Great. It was banner week for him. It was good. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Carolyn was saying we need more women's events. Need more in Ontario. Yes. Uh, Definitely more in Ontario. We could get all the. Uh, all the women signed up for guns here in Alberta and it still wouldn't make a difference on the national voting stage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need more events around the GTA. So we're working on that. Carolyn, there's some events happening. East Elgin or sorry, Guelph is having one. Uh, so check that out. I know that's near you. So yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Cabela's. Uh, hey, are you guys needing anything from Cabela's? If you are, go on to our Facebook, not our Facebook, go on to our website and click on the Cabela's link and go shopping at Cabela's because what that does is it gives us a little bit of cash for your shopping. And not only that, when you do shop, what it does is it'll tell us what you're buying. And then once a month or so, we're going to talk about it here on the show. Um, sometimes we make fun of you. Sometimes we think that's a really good idea to go and buy that. So, and then we make fun of you. <laughs> you right. never know. Or we make fun of you, and then you describe on air why you bought it, and it's a good idea. And uh, and then yeah. make us look like fools. So, yeah. Yeah. The, yes. the last last time we did this. Yeah, it's a great way to support the show. It's a great way for you to get some stuff, and it's a great way to add some you know conversation here on the show. So thank you. Uh, also, uh, go on over to Utreon or Patreon to support us as well if you'd like to do that. Utreon, people were asking whether it should be in Patreon or Utreon. We say both would be great. Uh, but Utreon is better. Utreon, yeah. we do get a little better kickback. Is it a kickback? And, better yeah, it's easier for rate. us to post comment, content there too. Correct. Mm-hmm. So go on over there, do that. We'd appreciate it as well. Helps us. Oh, by the way, Adriel, there's an email. We got to renew our subscription by the. <laughs> so okay. speaking of which, it'll support the show. Uh, if you also want to send us an email, go over to Slamfire Radio or send us an email at slamfireradio at gmail.com. We'd love to hear about it, read it, and yeah, 
as I said, if you got events or if you want to tell us that we talk too much about maple seed, which we do, uh, we'd love to hear about it. Shout outs or recommendations. Adriel, do you have any? Yes. Uh, shout out to Tristan, Jen, all the three gun people who did a great job at, at last week's match. Uh, a lot of our matches are like kind of planned haphazardly and some of the stages are uh, not designed well. But uh, this last match, like, I thought all the stages were designed really well. It flowed really well. And we were done on time, which is like something that's uh, exceedingly difficult for us, especially on a, on a day when we've got all that snow on the ground. So great job there. For recommendations, I recommend Brandon Herrera's uh, 50 BMG pistol video uh, because <laughs> it's amazing. So go on YouTube and check out Brandon Herrera's 50 cal pistol video with the awesome. chainsaw grip. The chainsaw. Yeah, nice. Okay. Um, how about you, Dave? I see you on there. Hmm. Oh, I deleted everything. Oh. So. Yeah, thanks to everybody who stopped by the ORA booth at the Toronto Sportsman Show on uh, on Monday, on Thursday and Friday, and said hi. And thanks to Chris uh, W. Oh, and Chris just commented actually come to the ORA Sporting Rifle matches because Chris will be our match organizer for those this year up. Really, and they awesome. are a freaking blast. And Chris is a great guy, so it was nice to see Chris mm-hmm. on uh, Friday as well when he came by the booth. Yeah, hopefully I'll get to see Chris this year as well sometime. It'll yeah. be good to see him. So, okay. Uh, Kyle, you got a shout out? Uh, yeah, I'd like to shout out Richard and the rest of the massive crew at Superstition Mountain for another amazing match. Thank you to all the sponsors who pitch in for that. I, it's a massive list, so I'm afraid of missing people. But thank you to all the sponsors who donate in whatever way. Uh, they even get like uh, Mesa Police Force sponsored this year. Oh, cool. Sure. So well, that's cool. So yeah, they, they do really good in that department and they put on a great match. And then uh final shout out to my squad mates, the, we'll call it Team Canada, Craig, Chris, Sam, Josh. Uh, it was great to see them down at this match and shooting with them. And hopefully we get to do it again. So yeah. You guys won the whole thing, right? Swept it? Oh, f- of course. Yeah, no. that's what I expect. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a grape. I forgot. Ab- I can't believe I forgot about this. This is going to be, I, I know Kelly hates this. It's a derail, but it's kind of like a public service announcement. Right, It was on our actually last stage of the match. And they had the, so they were doing a preload. So trying, you know, it's a 400 person match trying to get people through that person would go up and shoot. You'd shoot her on deck would go up, preload your guns. Okay. Well, I was going and videoing Craig up on the pistol part, which happened to be beyond the 180 or they down, we'll call it down range of the 180 of the preload section. Hmm. It was a really interesting setup and all we could didn't think anything of it until Craig turned and ran. I turned around and then I heard a bang. Which I was less than five feet down range of the low to make ready guy firing one into the berm. <laughs> Oops. And so I, it, it got handled. I, I had a really big gripe and I asked the ROL, hey, 
just a question like should we not be waiting for us to clear the pistol area mm. section of this stage before <laughs> preloading i mean it's not like it's not costing you anything we still have to run up the hill and shoot the long range section and you gotta remember this is a match where you can't pull a hit holstered pistol out of your bag outside of a safety area or you will get dq'd you can't unbag your guns and put them in your cart at your car you have to be at any handling has to be at a safe table and i mentioned it to the ro and oh yeah technically we're past the 180 but as long as you're not dicking around and like, huh. are you kidding me like I could go over to my bag right now, pull my holster pistol out, be as safe as ever, but you're going to DQ me, but yeah. Hmm. So hmm. it just, yeah, that was a uh, not great, but it, it did get end up getting rectified because uh, I, I was talking with Sam and Sam being Sam, he ended up taking it higher. I was going to wait and write an email afterwards, but Sam got to talking to people and it got rectified fairly quickly. Good. It's good. But, it's good. Yeah. Well, yeah it's just, if you spot something that's not safe, should be fixed. Yeah. It was just stuff happens. What threw me was the attitude when I brought it up to the RO when I when the rest of the match, like, it, it is a very strict safety rule match and no issue. I, okay, you're very strict on the safety stuff, except for when it's inconvenient. Hmm. But, hmm. but no, they're 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 good. It was just a sidebar grape, sorry. That's okay. You're allowed to grape. <laughs> Uh, so I do have a shout out or it's a recommendation. Go on over to on Wednesday nights, eight o'clock, uh, Rimfire podcast. They're on the same time we are. However, that being said, <laughs> two screens, two, like a headphone. <laughs> yeah. One ear is us. One ear, one ear is them. There you go. Yeah. Guns. So I um, did have the podcast on while we were having our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Cunningham and Linda Miller are on the podcast tonight. So go and yeah, check it out because nice. uh, there are some pretty fantastic people talking about their new books. As well. We had them on so. first. Doesn't count. This is correct. <laughs> we did have them on first. So that was important. Uh, okay. So that's it for that. Let's sign off. Go over to Gunners of Canada. Check that out. Uh, like us on Facebook. Give us a review on Facebook. Give us a review on everything. Uh, watch us on YouTube, Utreon. Give us a comment. You know, um, yeah, give us a comment because we'll we'll read that as well. And Dave mm -hmm. Cracky, I'm going to come in and hit you. <laughs> Stop that. Join the CCFR. <laughs> Go and donate to them. <laughs> So you seem like you're wandering there. I was just trying to get you back on track. <laughs> Join the CCFR. Uh, go and donate to them because uh, next next month. And then yep. we'll see you next week. Oh, see you next week because guess what? Episode 500. 500. 500. 500. Monster trucks, 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 trucks. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, everyone. Good night. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.
It's an important part of the show. You can't start the show. Oh, sure that you don't even rules. see the pants. So I know. I'm I know. pretty sure that isn't in the rules. Last I checked. So, but yeah. all I saw was clothes Skin. swinging. <laughs> so I'm going. Hmm. I didn't want to okay. get you too worked up there, Kelly. So. Oh, thanks. <laughs> all right. Looks like we're live. Yay, live. We're not dead. That's good. Mm-hmm. Hey.